But sometimes when God speaks something to you, when God commands you to do something, whether through the Holy Spirit's witness or through the written word of God, when that word comes alive into your heart and it's a command to you, this is what God is saying to you, along with that comes a supernatural ability that enables you to carry out that word and to accomplish it, despite if it obeys the laws of physics or not. And that force is called faith. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Ben Church. Hello. Today we are talking about the miracles of Jesus, and specifically, this is about when Jesus and Peter walked on the water. One of Jesus' most famous miracles, walking on the water. In fact, when you hear people joke about Jesus or talk about Jesus, you literally hear a reference about walking on water. Well, this is going to be that account, and this is found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14, and it's verses 22 through 33. Let's read it. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night he came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it's you... Command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, O you of little faith, why do you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Oh, there's so much in this story. So much makes you wonder. So much makes you stand in awe. Just that Jesus had mastery over the wind and the waves, all of creation. So here we have a boat in the middle of the night, out on on the Sea of Galilee. It's being tossed to and fro. Crazy waves, crazy wind. And Jesus sees it, and he starts heading out, walking on the water. Pretty powerful stuff. And obviously, we're not used to seeing human beings walk on water. And so the disciples were like, my goodness, it's a a ghost. It's a spirit. Jesus cries out, no, it's me. It's Jesus. And then Peter wants to go meet him on the water. Lord, if it's you, tell me to come. And what is Jesus' response? He tells Peter, come. Come on, Peter, get out here. This is one of the most, second of most amazing things 
that Peter, at the command of Jesus, steps out of the boat and starts walking on water. You don't hear that reference very many times. You hear that Jesus walks on water, but here, Peter, a regular man, just like you, just like me, gets out and starts walking on the water. Here's a key right here of how faith works. Faith isn't something that you just do on your own whims and you accomplish something great just on your own. That's just standard human will and human talent and human desires. That's what we experience each and every day. But sometimes when God speaks something to you, when God commands you to do something, whether through the Holy Spirit's witness or through the written word of God, when that word comes alive into your heart and it's a command to you, this is what God is saying to you, along with that comes a supernatural ability that enables you to carry out that word and to accomplish it, despite if it obeys the laws of physics or not. And that force is called faith. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. So Peter heard Jesus' voice say, come, get out on the water, walk on the water, do something impossible because I'm commanding you to do it. So Peter obeyed. He heard that word, and along with that came a supernatural ability. So he gets out of the boat. Peter starts walking on the water. Now, here's what takes place, and it's also hard to understand. But here he is. He's walking on water. He's doing the impossible. And all of a sudden, he takes his eyes off of Jesus, and he starts feeling the wind and the waves, and he starts to get afraid, and he starts to sink. My goodness, there's a lesson right there in and of itself. At the command of Jesus, we can do the impossible, but we have to keep our eyes focused on him and have faith. That means we have to stick with our faith. Remember, faith is the ability from God to do what God tells us to do, even if it's impossible with man. We have a choice in that. We have something to participate in. We can keep our eyes on Jesus. We can stick with our faith that he gave us, or we can waver. We can start to look at the obstacles. We can start to look at the trials. We can start to look at even the impossible situations. Even though we were successful one moment before doing what he told us to do, within that comes the chance of failure if we take our eyes off Jesus. And if we start looking around, feeling the waves, considering the negativity around us, we can begin to sink. But here's the hope. Here's one step farther into hope. We can cry out to the Lord, and the Lord Jesus will reach out his arm and rescue us. And even though he rescues us, he will teach us and say, why did you doubt? Why did you just have little faith instead of big faith, instead of faith that actually won the prize? Remember, faith is as a mustard seed. It starts small, but as you plant a seed, it starts to grow. It starts to mature. It starts to then bear fruit. That's faith that wins the prize. But if we just keep our faith small like a mustard seed and don't ever plant it and cultivate it and let it grow and flourish, 
we will not succeed in the things that God has for us. But God wants us to succeed. Jesus wants us to do the impossible for him. You know why? Because when we do something impossible, when we do something that we can't accomplish in and of our own strength, it gives God the glory because God did the work within us. If we can do something that we could afford, then I can get credit for it. If I can um, go do something that I can do every day, then I can receive the glory because that's my own strength. But if Jesus can command me to do something and then give me the ability to do it, something which I did not have moments before, he gets all the glory. He gets all the credit. There was one time uh, when I was training for a five-mile race. Now, in and of myself, I'm not a distance runner. I'm a sprinter, naturally. That's what I ran in high school. I could run 100 meters, 200 meters. I couldn't quite get the 400 meter very fast. I, I would do it out of utility or necessity in a relay or something like that. But it wasn't anything over 200. It was just not my thing. I couldn't do it. I don't have the endurance for some reason. But my daughter and I decided we're going to run this five-mile race. And it was the hardest physical thing I've ever done in my whole life. But you know how I got through that? This is the truth. I committed it unto the Lord. I asked for his help. I asked for his guidance. And each and every day I would go out for a run to practice. I would trust in him. I would say, Lord, I rely on you for my strength. I rely on you for my endurance. I am strong in the Lord, not in and of myself, but I'm strong in the Lord. And I would, I would, as I was run, I would pray this. I would speak this. I would trust in God actively. And you know what? God enabled me to run that race. My daughter and I finished that race. We didn't stop one time. And I give him all the glory because he enabled me to do that. I could not do that in and of myself. I had never done that before. And I just give him the glory for that. But that's something that we can learn from Peter walking on the water. The Lord is always interested in us to fulfill his will. And you might say, well, you know, running a race, that's not that uh, important. But that's just one step. That's just something I could give as, a, uh, as an example. But how many more things in the Holy Bible God wants us to participate in? He wants us to succeed in. For example, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. He wants you to do that. Maybe you say to yourself, I can't share the gospel. I can't speak to people about that. I don't know how. Here's where Jesus is saying, come, come on. I'll, I'll tell you how to share the gospel. I'll train you. I'll equip you. I'll give you the words to say. I'll open up the opportunities for you to share that gospel. But what we have to do is get out of the boat. We have to hear the words of Jesus. We've got to take them to heart, and we've got to put action to them. We've got to step out. We've got to get out of our comfort zone, looking at Jesus, listening to his words, and let him do the work. Let him give us the faith. And even though the difficult times may come, even though persecution may come, trials and tribulations may come, temptation may come, but we need to keep our eyes on the words that Jesus has spoken, and we will see the victory in our lives. And even when we fail, let's cry out to the Lord Jesus, ask him for help. He will save us. His name means savior. He naturally saves. So even though we fail and we will fail 
throughout life, just like Peter did. Think about this. Peter was walking on water. He was doing the impossible, yet at the same time, he took his eyes off Jesus and started to doubt. He had already done it. He would already done the impossible, but then why did he doubt? He took his eyes off Jesus. And we will do the same thing. We're going to fail, but let's call out to the Lord. Let's let him rescue us and teach us so that the next time we can move a mountain with our faith. So take that to heart today. My prayer for you is that you would hear the words of Jesus, that you would start obeying the words of Jesus, that you would stay focused on your faith, focused on Jesus, and accomplish the work that he has for you to do. Because it's a great work. It's an awesome work. And he's going to get the glory if you let him. So take that and go be the church in your world today. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.